Welcome to Supernatural Saytown, where we explore the paranormal past and present of San Antonio, Texas, and the surrounding areas. From well-known hauntings to obscure urban legends, from five-star hotels to dirt roads seldom driven, we'll take you across South Texas to investigate, debunk, and perhaps find some truth to these tall tales. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And thank you for joining us for episode eight Whoa. of Supernatural Saytown. I'm Stephen Valencia. And I'm Jody West. Hello again, friend. How you doing, bro? I'm great. I'm great. Episode eight. Yeah. Episode cheers. eight. I'm great. Cheers. And that rhymes. I'm a poet. I didn't Just even know cheers it. cheers with my... <laughs> <laughs> with your empty... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, welcome, everyone. Um... The topic of today's conversation revolves around the phenomenon known as the Marfa Lights. Damn, getting right into it. Right okay. into it. I'm not going to fuck around. Fuck yeah. I think we do a lot of fuckery. And uh, it's good, but also it's a lot of fuckery. So um, It's called filler. It's called, yeah. I don't know how to fill an hour, so I'm going to just say nonsense. Yeah. I mean, even the stuff we say that's supposedly good is still nonsense. Oh, yeah. And supposedly we, good is like our opinion. Make it all up. <laughs> so, So today... Uh, we're not actually focusing on San Antonio or South Texas necessarily. We're going to West Texas. Okay. It's about uh, five and a half hours away. Texas is anus. Yeah, exactly. Right yeah. in the butthole of Texas. <laughs> uh, I wanted to branch out a little bit because, uh, you know, we've been doing a lot of buildings yeah. and ghosts, donkeys, yeah. donkeys et cetera. And, yeah. And I kind of want to get into something maybe alien-ish, maybe okay. UFO-ish. Our logo, after all, has a UFO on it, so yeah. it's about time we get some kind of uh, uh, outer worlds kind of stuff going on. Bring it. So uh, we will get into the story, I promise. Uh, but first things first, as okay. always, oh, shit. we're going to start out with our Would You Rather segment. So, Jody. All right. Would you rather okay. be able to only whisper or only shout? Only shout. Really? So I like sh- I shout all day as it is. <laughs> <laughs> so in a library, I mean, that'd be hilarious, actually. I don't go to libraries. <laughs> I can't read. Come on. <laughs> uh, so that that was quick, quick and simple. Uh, you'd yeah. rather shout? I I would say, I I'd probably have to agree because you know the you squeaky, be the squeaky wheel gets the grease, and yeah. the little little tiny whispering is not going to get anything done. I don't no, think. you get no grease like that. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I love I love grease. Yeah, it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Would you rather? Eat a sopping wet loaf of bread or drink a pint of liquefied whipped fish. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it liquefied or is it whipped? Those whipped. are two Let's different forms of matter. Whipped. It's nice and foamy. Uh, soggy with what? Water or soggy with milk? Bread. The bread. Let's go with water. Water, I think, would be the grossest. I would, I would rather do that. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Liquefied yeah, whipped fish? fish? Like cooked fish? It's like it's like the McFish, but it's not fried. The McFish, I think. <laughs> Isn't it like the fillet of fish? Fillet of fish. <laughs> the McFish. McFish? <laughs> the McFish. You can tell I've never eaten it. <laughs> I think the McChicken is like, or the McNuggets are like That's the only thing. That's what I get from Mc... McChicken. I got to go get some McNapkins and some McKetchup to yeah. put on that. Some yeah. McDiabetes. I don't put McNapkins on it, but you know, you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Okay, All so right. the wet bread. Yeah, the wet bread. Yeah. Ugh, okay. Okay. I think so I mean, because I would, I, yes, the same thing. Yeah. Wet with what is a valid question. If it for was sure. urine, it'd be. A but different. I said water, so definitely the bread. Yeah. Uh, water is, I mean, I guess the first thing that comes to mind when you say wet. 
Yeah, like, did you dip it into, like, Canyon Lake or, like, tap ah, water? Ah, it's true. Know? There's different types of like, water. Are you going to get AIDS or dysentery? Gross. Uh, can it just be tap water? Can it be Brita water? Yeah, but it's the aquifer, so, like, you're fucked, you know? Yeah. Still. Yeah. Better than liquefied fish. Definitely. Whipped. Okay. Uh, all right. So, so uh, now that we're done with that. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> uh, let's get started. Uh, we're going to head over to the observation point. Of the Marfa Lights. Uh, okay. U.S. Highway 90, about nine miles east of Marfa, Texas, 79843. Uh, first, we're going to talk about the area, uh, which I actually recently visited. Um, I wasn't... We were talking about going there, and it was it's, it's five and a half hours away from San Antonio, so we were kind of wondering, okay, like, we're going to drive five and a half hours away yeah. and check out something that may or might, may not be legitimate, and then yeah. five and a half hours back. It's 11 hours of driving for an hour of whatever who even or, knows or staying the night there or whatever but i was able to figure it out to where i was going on a vacation anyway to uh new mexico colorado utah arizona and on the way back i was like dude i gotta check this out because yeah. i want i want to cover this and i want to go because i want to say that i you know i don't want to do an episode and not have been there definitely so anyway so i was able to figure it out uh so marfa and the area around there on highway 90 is is there's nothing there like really honestly um it's real flat desert um but surprisingly at the observation point uh it was really crowded really it was easter weekend i'm not sure if that how much that had to do with it but from reviews i've read it's like always crowded okay um, like railroad tracks yeah like that even worse i would say oh wow uh, i think it's gotten more popular over the yeah recent years but um so i would say there was maybe like a legitimately like 60 to 80 people there damn yeah that was 25 plus cars couple RVs, campers, yeah. whatever else, and they were just hanging out, um, doing what we were doing, I guess, but without the podcast part. So Yeah. Just um, to just to kind of lay some foundation here, I, I have no idea what this is. Yeah, the Marfa Lights. You've mentioned you're gonna go see it. I said take a video. Like I, I don't know what it is. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I, I didn't know this place existed. I, I am I am I am like anyone listening to this has never heard of it. Yeah. I don't know. And I, I heard it uh, I've heard of it before. Okay vaguely i guess maybe like again like 10 years ago like we always say 10 years every you know i'll go for everything but yeah i didn't know much about it either i heard it had something to do with uh maybe aliens maybe you know extraterrestrial maybe ghosts maybe whatever else but i'd heard of it but again i didn't know anything about it and i have learned a lot since then and it's Educate pretty me. crazy um because i would say this is probably one of the things that we've covered that at the end of the day i don't really have a firm opinion on where I stand okay. as far as what's actually going on. Okay. But we'll talk about it. So that makes it kind of cool to me because it's yeah. still considered a mystery. If by you not can't just me. convince one of us, then, you know. Yeah, because we're pretty. We call bullshit on everything yeah, automatically. We're pretty shitty <laughs> and uh, very skeptical. So uh, it's right outside of Marfa. We'll talk about the town for a second. Uh, it was founded uh, Marfa, Texas, was founded in the 1880s as a railroad water stop. Okay. Which I guess everything back then was either next to a body of water or next to a railroad. Mm-hmm. It was like or oil or you know, but yeah, it seems like it seems like everything was uh, tied to one of those three things. Okay. Uh, 1880s, like I said, the name Marfa is actually Russian for Martha, which is funnily familiar, like similar. You yeah. Know? Uh, apparently, the name was suggested by the wife of uh, one of the railroad executives, mm-hmm. and was she picked it because she liked the book uh, Michael Strogoff, uh, which is some book 
about some czars in Russia in the, I don't even know what century it was, but whenever czars were a thing. But uh, it was named after Marfa Strogoff, which is a character in that book. So her name was Marfa, which just sounds like someone mispronouncing yeah. Martha. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Uh, so it's in Presidio County, and it resides in the Chihuahuan Desert. All right. Part of the Chihuahuan Desert. And when you go out there, like you can see, it's a desert. It's flat. Yeah. You know, there's, it's mainly brush. There's hardly any trees. If there are, matri- are trees, it's like mesquite trees. You, you showed me uh, about about a minute of video with zero context of, yeah. that you took from this place. And I was like, it, hey, look at this. this it was cool. like Wiley Coyote. Like exactly. There's yeah. like tiny little bushes. But without the cool canyons, it was just, yeah, I mean, it's like a little bit of like plateaus and yeah. Without the, the Acme TNT. Yeah, without any entertainment value. Right, right. It was just a still <laughs> shot of desert. Dessert? Des- yeah. Love dessert, man. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. So, uh, Marfa recently has a, for one, it's known, it's known for the lights. That's like its main thing, um, okay. I guess, historically. Uh, it's also known for its art. Which I really hate when, like, you go to like a Wikipedia page or whatever, and like, oh, this place is known for its art. <laughs> you just hear that about everything. Okay, art okay, and whatever. Thanks. But this is actually interesting. I'll tell you a little okay. bit about it. Also known, it's also known for its movies. I'll tell you about that. Really. Too. So the art includes. Uh, you may have known uh, about this, but maybe not. But Prada Marfa. So you're probably familiar with Prada, right? Like the e- Devil Wears Prada, the yeah. the clothing brand, the shoes or whatever. Yeah, so it's pretty much a standalone <coughs> building. Like, you're going down Highway 90, there's nothing out there It's flat. And all of a sudden, there's a Prada store. What? Like, it looks like it's from La Cantera, right? Like, really? Like, just a Prada storefront. Okay. And, it, like, miles from anything right next to the highway. Uh, it's about uh, 26 miles away from uh, from Marfa. And it's just random. That's crazy. It's random as hell. Is it a factory or is it a distributor? No, so, or is it a... so apparently it's not uh, endorsed by Prada at all, but what? It's, it's an art exhibit so museum. Like everything on Amazon? Fake? <laughs> yeah. So uh, apparently there was an artist that put this up, or a couple of artists maybe. They, they, they made this building, I guess, just as a piece of minimalist modern art in the middle of uh, the desert the building itself is an art piece yes it's not endorsed by prada apparently inside there's actually uh shoes and and some other prada clothing pieces and accessories and stuff which funnily enough the day it was it was built like the the day was finished that uh-huh. night it was broken into nice and vandalized hell yeah yeah Fucking artist hippie idiots. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. I, it's hilarious. I read those like really the night it was built. Amazing. So yeah, uh, uh, apparently it's not endorsed by Prada at all. Nothing to do. Not affiliated at all. That's crazy. So, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Is a giant Prada building that's not a Prada building. And it's not even giant. It's just like a storefront, like the okay. size of a store. Like like when you go to like a, a Spencer's or a Hot Topic and, and like La Cantera. Yeah. Like. You know, a double wide. You bring up Lockheed and Spencer's and Hot Topic. I guess yeah. the only stores I would be able to. The only know, stores I go into. Yeah. Because I'm an emo <laughs> Relate fuck. to it all. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know the names of the stores. What, Chick fil A? That's not a store or whatever. I'm yeah. stupid. Is there an old Navy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, is there? No. Not not La Cantera. I haven't been to La Cantera since I moved back here. I don't know what's there. Yeah. yeah. It's the same old, same okay. old stuff. Okay. But it's not endorsed by Prada. Okay. And so, but it garnered a lot of attention being on Highway 90. A lot of 
Instagram influencers love stopping by and taking a picture uh, there, right? yeah. Fuckers. Of course. Fake um, pieces. Okay. Yeah, they hike for half a mile. They go to a national park, half, hike for half a mile, take a picture. Like, oh, yeah, I'm an outdoors person. Yeah, like, yeah look okay. at me. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but so uh, apparently there's a, like, a, a lawsuit or some sort of, uh, uh, I guess, a violation that incurred because they were there and you have to have a, a license to advertise on that stretch of highway. From who? The state. I guess TxDOT, right? Okay. You have to pay them for an advertising license. And not far, not long after the Prada building was put up, apparently a Playboy bunny sign was also put up real close to there because obviously it was getting a lot of attention there. So like, oh, yeah. let's put a Playboy bunny sign, you know. Yeah. But that was actually done by the Playboy company. Okay. And uh, because of that, the the Playboy bunny sign got shot down. Like a billboard, like a, a billboard, yeah, like a neon billboard. Okay, yeah, just with the Playboy bunny. It's and like, an advertisement. Like it's not a place to go see. Yes, but okay. obviously the product thing was really not anything either because you can't shop at that store. Right. It's just an art thing. Right. But because the Playboy bunny sign was put up as an advertisement, they were violating the law, apparently. Okay. But the product store apparently was saying, "Hey, we are not an advertisement. It's an art installment." Yeah. So they were allowed to stay. So it's still there. The Playboy Bunny sign was taken down. The product store is still there. This is, this is America, dude. I know. Like, you should be able to, if you want to build a stupid ass art exhibit in the middle of a highway that's not interfering with anybody else, yeah. yeah. Or put up a fucking bunny. Yeah. Why can't you? <laughs> like, why can't free men it, don't ask permission? I know. I know. But you know what's funny, too, is that the product store, uh, the, the product art. Mm-hmm. Uh, installment was broken into again nice nice <laughs> and i think they left graffiti and uh someone put like dum dum like in, in graffiti on the side of the building like, that's something i would write but they you told me there was graffiti that was legible yeah but you know it's three letters dumb hey, true, yeah, I, they, true. I, hopefully they'll mess that up yeah, well, i'm sure it wasn't in cursive okay uh but anyway so <clears throat> Moving on from the Prada building, which right, is right, right. super interesting, to me, it was dude. Interesting, yeah. yeah. And we passed by it on the way what there. What the hell? And I was like, we should stop to take a picture. I was like, ah, we've gone too far. We were talking like, about alien headlights or something, and now you're talking about Prada. Like, yeah, you, you was, got me there. We were gone. We passed the Prada store, like, it was a quarter mile down. Like, we've gone too far. I can't, <laughs> I can't turn around now. I, yeah. It's done. It's yeah. done. Um, but I mentioned earlier that films were shot here, some, some Hollywood movies, which included High Lonesome. This is Marfa, Texas. So High Lonesome, Giant, which I had, I mean, these two f- films I hadn't heard of, uh, old films, I think it was 50s and 40s and 50s, but James Dean was actually uh, the star of Giant. Okay. Uh, and a, reportedly, he was fascinated enough with the lights to, with the Marfa lights, to keep a telescope handy on him at all times. Just in case. Because he had seen him and he was just like mesmerized. And That's we'll, cool. we'll get more into like, you know, it, it's cool to see like a movie star like in that situation. Yeah. Uh, another couple movies were uh, There Will Be Blood and No Country for Old Men. Really? Shot in Marfa. Yeah. Well, parts of it at least. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's 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 huh. it's, it's a really kind of pretty stretch of highway that's that's really desolate. Not a whole lot going on, but it's great for settings for movies like that. When there's like, when you need to like shoot a scene with nothing. Exactly. Okay. Just like Seinfeld. You got to film a show about nothing. Yeah. Why do we, I just Seinfeld, love Seinfeld. Damn, let me talk about Seinfeld. Okay. The only thing I remember about that show is when he had the wallet that was too thick. That was one of the best episodes. Really? Your your friend. This is my friend, Jerry. Well, your friend is morbidly obese. Giving <laughs> <laughs> him back problems. Anyway, so uh, movies there. I mentioned that. Um, some shows. Uh, obviously, some of them weren't filmed there, but they were. They mentioned Marfa and the Marfa Lights, King of the Hill, um, mm-hmm. an episode of uh, The Simpsons. Okay. Uh, there was remember the Disney Channel show, so weird. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if the whole series or just a couple episodes took place in Marfa, but I think they mentioned the lights. But cool, that was cool. I was like, I haven't heard of that show in forever. And some Netflix series called I Love Dick. I, I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's called I Love Dick. But I think Dick is someone's name. Everybody isolate that but clip. Tr- but they're trying to be funny and be like, I love Dick. I'm, I'm yeah. modern and progressive. Edgy. And, yeah, whatever. So some songs. Uh, also, I mentioned Marfa. Uh, there's a band called Mother Falcon, a progressive metal band. Wildcat, Wildcat is another band. I'd never heard of them. But uh, S. Carey is another artist that has a song uh, that mentions Marfa. And I actually love S. Carey. Really? Yeah. Never and, heard of it. And I did the same thing. I discovered that by accident. I think it was the end of, uh, what show was it? I guess it must have been House, the very last episode of House. Roadhouse? No, House, the House. doctor show. Yeah. Uh, the painkillers. had a song and I was like, man, I like this song. So I looked it up. It was S. Carey and then I like all the other songs. So they're, they're really good. But anyway, I guess cool. they have a song that mentions Marfa as well. Uh, the Rolling Stones mention the lights of Marfa in their song, No Spare Parts, which I've mm-hmm. never heard that song. I'm not a big Rolling Stones guy, but whatever. Also, uh, near Marfa, about 20 miles north is Fort Davis, which holds the McDonald's Observatory. Okay. Uh, which is, you know, a space, yeah. aerospace thing. Coincidence. Mm-hmm. Marfa lights. Not no. too far off an observatory. I don't know. Uh, it's owned by UT Austin. And it has a telescope there that is tied for second or third. They say this. I don't know if it's second or third, but they say second or third. Largest telescope in the world. Really? Yes, at the McDonald's Observatory. And I've been there. I don't remember. I was a kid. I don't remember. So you only go there this time? No. We didn't okay. have time for that. Yeah, we just stayed overnight. And we went there uh, in the evening time. But I didn't get to see it this time. But yeah, like I said, they have the third or lar- second or third largest telescope in the world. I want to go back and check it out. Definitely. Um, and all this stuff is obviously West Texas. And to me, the closer you get to New Mexico, the more space, alien stuff you yeah. hear about. and turquoise. You got Roswell. And oil derricks <laughs> and pop-up shops. Nothing. Uh, so, you got, yeah, you got Roswell. You got the White Sands. Yeah. You got the, which is missile. White Sands? Yeah. A White Sands National Monument? Yeah, National yeah, Park? Yeah. Uh, I think it's a nuclear testing facility or missile aeronautic something anyway i've been all of it been like 20 years yeah the whole thing the whole thing so we're going to talk about the marfa army airfield okay which was it encompassed most of this area uh back in 1942 so it was established in 1942 10 miles east of marfa which is like right where this uh viewing point is it was a training base for the army air corps pilots uh back in world war ii uh and 2750 acres were bought with bonds of this land from I guess just citizens, yeah. Uh, they bought, you know, they, they, paid, they gave them bonds, you know, uh-huh. and then, you know, war bonds, whatever. Which kind of sucks, you know. Like you have, yeah. kinda, you kind of have to give up your land. Like you kind of don't have yeah. a choice, and they're going to underpay you. You know, you they're going to have a dick if you don't. You know, they're going to underpay you. Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, they had the federal court um, directed some other private citizens to deliver uh, one thousand eight hundred nine additional acres for four landing fields. So totally looking at like four thousand plus 4,500 4, plus acres and, and a lot of that donation yeah i'm sure a lot of it was a lot of it was you just had no choice well, i mean like like what grows out there anyway like what's the purpose of having of owning well, so, this land so what not, value is so it not, if it's... actually surprisingly like when we were driving through there there was a lot of nice farmland of course having irrigation available yeah. will make any land yeah. pumped workable. in from other parts of the country but a lot of it might have just been ranching too not yeah. just farming so yeah. you know livestock and stuff but the airfield actually operated until the end of World War II, which it's been a 
common topic in what we've been talking about lately. Yeah. Uh, and it officially closed December 31st, 1945. All right. And uh, when it closed... Middle of World War II. Uh, the end, I believe. Towards the end. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess after World War II, they had like no other reason to keep it running. Yeah. Uh, I think they moved in, moved it to another base in Colorado Springs. Oh. I remember reading that. But they, they did close it in 1945, the very end of 1945. So, you know, January 1st, 1946, it wasn't running anymore. And most of it was sold to private citizens in 1949. So three sold years back. later. Yeah, I guess other citizens or their descendants or the same people. Hey, your and, grandparents gave the uh, government this land. Now we're going to sell, gonna it, sell back it back to you. to you. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Ripping them off. U.S. government. One at a time. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so that's the history of the the air base in the city interesting so now we're gonna get to the lights themselves okay this is where it gets uh, in my opinion uh, crazy okay i don't know anything about this cool dude uh, i'm on the edge of my seat over here because <laughs> you're about to fall back no, i'm sorry if i'm not back. saying anything like i'm like, no I'm, no you're good you're good like, keep it coming yeah yeah so i'm gonna start with a quote from the texas state historical association's handbook of texas so okay. this is like an official website uh, they've been running since I think eighteen something, eighteen nineties maybe, but towards the end of the the eighteen hundreds. So pretty legitimate. Um, this is our quote: "The Marfa lights are often visible on the clear nights between Marfa and Paisano Pass in northeastern Presidio County, as one faces the Chinati Mountains. At times, they appear colored as they twinkle in the distance. They move about, split apart, melt together, disappear, and reappear. Presidio County residents have watched the lights for over a hundred years." So this is an old, old thing. I bet that's key. It is. Very yeah. key. So that's the end of the quote. Um, the first actual historical record uh, of any of this was in 1883 when, when uh, a, a Mr. Robert Reed Ellison saw a flickering light while he was driving through uh, Paisano Pass. He was driving cattle through Paisano Pass. And he wondered if it was uh, campfires from uh, nearby Apache Indians. He was told by other settlers that they often saw the lights but when they investigated, they found no ashes, no evidence of a campsite or fire or anything like that. And this is 100 years ago. This, this is, is 18, as old as the yeah, record goes. Yeah, 1883. This is, and okay. this is, this is uh, I guess, oral history, verbal record. Yeah. Um, another one would be uh, Joe and Sally Humphreys, also early settlers. Uh, they reported the first sighting of lights in 1885. So this is like 1880s is like when this started. So we got 1883, 1885. Uh, since then, cowboys herding cattle on the prairies noticed the lights. And in the summer of 1919... Rode over the mountains looking for the source, but found nothing. So, so far, nobody has found anything as far as evidence of campfires. So or far as else. of 1919? As of 1919, yes. Okay. Uh, and actually, it does continue that way. Okay. But one thing to note, there's no vehicles. Just keep that in mind. There's no vehicles at this point. No and, and, vehicle and headlights. At this point in history. Yeah, I mean, there, there were, I mean, yeah, but they weren't on highways, they weren't driving. Yeah, they, I think they had invented, they invented the, yeah. the automobile by this point, but it wasn't yeah, something common. Yeah, you you could walk faster than that. Yeah, nothing nothing like this. I mean, not 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 in the 1880s at least, but by no. 1919 maybe. Um, I don't have the full history of vehicles here, unfortunately. But, uh, so in World <laughs> War I, um, uh, observers from the... Uh, they lived in the area during World War One. Um, they feared that the lights were intended to guide an invasion. That was, you know, to uh, guide an invasion. Yeah, I guess they thought that it might have been some sort of tracking thing or whatever, okay. like uh, cro- crop circles, cop cycles. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Game Movie Three. Uh, so, uh, World War Two pilots training at the nearby Midland Army Airfield uh, outside Marfa looked for the source of the elusive lights from the air. 
And so then this guy looking for it. Again, nothing. They didn't find anything. Uh, the first known printed account, so it was the first written account of them, showed up in a 1957 issue of Coronet or Coronet magazine when they were referred to as the Texas Ghost Lights. So that's the first time they were written. Ghost Lights. Yeah, they were called the Ghost Lights at this point. Cool. Uh, and that was 1957, and that was the first time they were written down. Um, again, we have a lot of oral history that was before this, and uh, yeah. a lot of, reli- I think, pretty reliable resources that just because it wasn't written down doesn't mean it's necessarily not true or just right. BS. Um, another individual named Mrs. W.T. Giddings. Uh, I don't know why they didn't say their first name back then. It was just like W.T. Yeah. W.T.F. mate. Uh-huh. Uh, who, she, so apparently, she grew up watching the lights and who's, uh, her father claimed that he was saved from a blizzard when the lights led him from, to the shelter of a cave. And uh, he considers the lights to be curious observers investigating things around them. So there's, is, there's, are there caves out there? Like, uh, Yeah. I mean, I would maybe? say they're super common. They have like the... The plateaus out there, okay. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call them mountains, but they're more than hills. Rocky. I'm sure there's some, yeah, rocky okay. outcrops with uh, with some caves and stuff. Uh, the lights are most often reported as distant spots of brightness. This is nowadays. Uh, distant spots of brightness, distinguishable distinguishable from ranch lights and automobile headlights on Highway 67, which uh, Highway 90 runs east to west across, okay. like, I think all of Texas, but I know it at least goes from El Paso to San Antonio. Okay. And I'm sure it goes farther. I don't think it goes all the way to Houston, but I'm not sure. Um, and Highway 67 is like that north to south that goes um, from where high, Highway 90 is south of there. Okay. Towards uh, uh, Big Bend, you know. That, yeah. And towards the Rio Grande. Uh, but apparently, apparently they're distinguishable for ranch lights and, and car headlights because of their weird movements. They're not just following a path. You know, in the distance, you know, just, you know, see the light. If it was just, headlights, you'd be seeing the same thing on yeah. repeat in the same direction, same path of travel every night. Yeah. It'd be identical. And we'll be talking about that because I think that's what I saw. I don't think I saw what they were talking about, and I have a good reason to think so. Okay. But um, over the years, there's been tons of explanations, um, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it, ranged, it ranges from uh, electrostatic discharge, will-o'-the-wisps, which I'm not sure if you've heard of. Plant? Uh, it is actually a kind of like a, a a paranormal bean, but we'll talk about that here in a second. Ooh. Swamp gas. Swamp um, gas. Moonlight shining on veins of mica, which, yeah, whatever. Which or, is a uh, rock. Yeah. It's okay. a type of mineral. And uh, to ghosts of conquistadors. Could have been could have been that, you know. Um, I hope it's looking, that. Looking for gold. I hope it's that yeah. too. And, and honestly, at the end of this, you might still think that. It, there's nothing that really disproves that. So. I just like the word conquistador. Conquistador. Yeah. Um, and so the site, the actual Mystery Lights Viewing Center, was built in 2003. So there's like a parking lot. Yes, there's a parking lot. You kind of pull off to the shoulder. It was like it's like it's like a nice rest stop. Do you have to pay to get in? No, there? not at all. No, it's free. Yeah, okay. okay. That, it's like, a, that, it's like that, a nice rest stop. But apparently the restrooms aren't very good. We'll talk about it later. I okay. didn't use the restroom there. I was good at the time. But, are they uh, good if you want to go to the restroom, or are they not good if you want to do heroin? Uh, could be either way with the reviews I've got, but I didn't use the restroom, so everything else was nice. Yeah. It was cool. And there was a lot of people there. Like I said, it was, you know, packed. People were talking, people were joking, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish they would have shut the fuck up, but. They tailgating? No, not quite. It wasn't quite. It wasn't San Antonio level. You got to go a little further south for that. Uh, Okay. Yeah, this is west. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're a little more classy out there. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We do our drinking in bars. (laughs) Uh, but TxDOT actually put the site up, and it was right where the uh, the the army base was. 
the the air base. So that's cool. So, so there's no remnants of the army base or airfield. I didn't see anything. I don't think so. Okay. I th- there might be, but they did sell the lands. I'm assuming the people that bought the land from them probably just cleared tore it out. Down. I mean, I might have kept it there if I owned the land, but Dude, it's I, probably, bet, I bet that's where a lot of the nukes are underground. Probably pretty probably pretty useful. Yeah. Um, but you bought it, the top land, not the lower land. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was a big enough thing. It was a big enough, uh, I guess, a phenomenon and, and popular enough for them to build a, an, an actual viewing center there. Uh, and then, like I said, TechStot did that in, in 2003. So, uh, again, I went there. Uh, I was coming back from New Mexico that day, okay. uh, heading back to San Antonio, and we you know, we planned on staying the night there. We ended up not being able to because everything was booked up in Marfa. Wow. So, I mean, which is crazy. In Marfa. In Marfa. All Easter right. weekend might have had something to do with it, but still marfa so we stayed in alpine which is you know a little further towards san antonio from there but we still stopped at at the uh the viewing center and stayed there for probably like at least an hour and a half two hours it was and we got there we planned it we got there right at dusk so that's like the best time to see him apparently so you know got out uh got my camera equipment you know i wanted to see if i can get some on, on film found a good spot away from people as much as i could yeah and and stayed there till you know just after dark probably you know good you know, maybe 45 minutes after the sunset. Saw some stuff, uh, some lights. I don't know how legitimate they were. I wasn't convinced of anything at the time. I feel like... Didn't look like conquistadors I, to you. <laughs> saw no shiny helmets. Yeah. But I feel like I what I was looking at was probably the traffic from Highway 67. But, I, I you know, I wasn't sure. Some of it might have been, you know, not really linear like it should have been kind of going in and out different colors you got a red and you know some some of the some of them were like towers that were out there just blinking red consistently so i wasn't convinced i don't think i saw anything uh that was supernatural you know no phenomena that night but they do say that about 30 times a year is is there those are good times to see them so uh, chances yeah. are i wouldn't have been there on a good night anyway yeah. and i wouldn't have been convinced really that there was more than that, unless I hadn't seen some of the videos that I saw on okay. YouTube, et cetera, okay. that were very interesting. So there's there's footage of... Yeah, and there's, and there's people that are devoted, like, their whole lives wow. to studying this stuff. And and people from, you know, Japanese scientists coming over cool. and, and running tests and still being kind of like, uh, uh, I don't know. Wow. So... Damn. Um, so I got some video footage, and hopefully you guys. I'm gonna try to edit some of that into. Well, we're gonna do a little advertising video, yeah, for our podcast, and you know you, you might see it in the you know Instagram uh, recommended or, or whatever. Super uh, underscore Satan. Yeah, exactly. And those ads. So I'm gonna try to edit some of that in there. So hopefully you can see a, a taste of it. But again, I don't think I saw anything really convincing. But uh, also, uh, my wife, uh, her mom grew up in Marfa, Texas. Really. Yeah, and we actually called her when we were out there. Damn. And we, we you know, we asked her about it, and and she, oh, yeah, I, for whatever reason, I hadn't had much interest in it before, but uh, we. Your had, wife's mom. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's still. I'm <laughs> gonna break my computer. <laughs> uh, no, in, in Marfa, uh, you know, it doesn't sound very. But mm. I, I guess I had forgotten about the Marfa lights. But anyway, um, we. The name. Yeah. Yeah. Like Donkey Lady Marfa lights. Yeah. It's just kind of discouraging. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, you might have something there. 
But we uh, we called her when we were there, and, and she was like, oh, yeah, like, that's cool. You guys are, are stopping there. Have you seen anything yet? We're like, no. And she's like, yeah, I, I, I saw them all the time growing up. I mean. Really? All the time. Yeah. They drive by, oh, look at the lights, the Marfa lights. Could we have her on? Uh, we could. I mean, not right now, because we'd have yeah. to do a separate episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's possible. Uh, but yeah, she's she says that you know it was it's it's unmistakable. It's not what some people say. Like oh, they see it. Like oh, those are traffic lights. They dismiss it. Oh, it's BS. I would I don't blame them. But if you see what these people saw, they know you know the difference. Like you'd have to yeah. be an idiot to not know the difference. Yeah. And I'll show you some of this video later, and you're gonna be like, okay, I I, yeah. I get it. Um. So we're gonna talk about the explanations for this, and there's quite a few possibilities. Uh, but uh, am I going to see the videos before or after the logical explanations? I'll show you in the middle, probably. Okay. Um, actually, you know what? You want to see it now? I'll show it to you now. Uh, that's a nice text on you have there. <laughs> Sorry, dude, that was <laughs> here, loud. Let me, let me show you right now. I'm gonna show you right now, just okay. so we can get like a little, a little uh, context here. Uh, maybe the the listeners can kind of judge your reaction. But so here we go. Okay. So and this is just a little little snippet. So compared to what I saw. Oh wow. So it's uh it's a distant. And of course, this guy's moving his camera like crazy. This looks like sunset. Look at that. Oh whoa. Yeah, this is not. So this is really zoomed in. Yeah, it's real. We're grainy, real zoomed in. Um, but that is not what. I, remember, I showed you what I got. It looked my, like a uh, a light lightning bug, but but look, going in and out and then moving this way and then you saw how it darted a while ago. It looks like a uh, like a rocket. Kind of like right. Like a blast, like behind yeah. it. Yeah. Like look at this, this one. Look at this one. Whoa. No shit. And so, again, people have said they, people have said that, okay, like it looks like it's a couple hundred yards off, right? Maybe. Right? Like, I mean, what would you say a couple hundred yards off? Yeah. So the nearest highway, 67, is, is, is 20 miles away. 20 miles, right? From the, like, if you're looking from the viewing point to where that was, uh-huh. it's 20 miles. So whether you can see headlights that far away or not, I don't know, but this doesn't look like 20 miles away to me, like at all. Okay, so the behavior of the light looks like fire, but but the, it's moving though. But it's moving. Yeah, and like look, like still look like okay, and and you don't see two right with headlights. You'd see two, right? No, there's three separate things going that yeah, are but not, not in but, a consistent but the, and pattern. They're not three sets of two. It's like three sets no, of one. Yeah. Um, and they're they're kind of just arbitrarily just disappearing, reappearing, moving, and they're not following a, a certain line of anything. What, is that red? Yes, that's red now. Why is it red? I don't know. And again, I saw some towers that were red when I was out there. Oh no, that's not a tower light. Uh, this one, it the says here, light is blinking red light. It says it's a radio tower. I don't know. These people might be mistaken. It's blinking in a, in a pattern like a radio tower sure. would. And I've never seen a red radio tower. But or the other lights, I don't know. Right. So that looks kind of normal, right? I mean, yeah. But before that was, I can't explain. I don't know. I don't know. So just you know, just to give you a little a taste of it, right? Dude, that is that is that is like nothing explainable to me. So okay, just what you just showed me, anyway. And, and just just starting out, right? The first accounts of this was in the 1880s, right? 1883. There were no cars and and radio towers out there in 1883. No. So to me, that's out the window, right? But we're gonna go into all the explanations. Okay, For, we're start, okay. okay. So it, to me, it could be one Damn. of one of like six or seven things. Aliens, right? Okay. Yeah. Spirits. Okay. Bioluminescence is another uh-huh. uh, uh, theory. Chemiluminescence, which is, you know, chemicals. 
uh, light caused by naturally occurring chemicals. Electrical discharge, car headlights. Oh, we'll get into that. I got a, I got a little topic on each one of these things. Uh, temperature fluctuation phenomenon, which is kind Fuck. of honestly what I might be leaning towards the most. But really, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you why. Or a, a refractory mirage, right? Mirages can are, aren't just you know you've seen what looks like a puddle you know yeah. a mile ahead of you in the heat, but it can also be but, other other. But things. that had like characteristic. That had like personality. Like sure. the movement of those lights. Mm-hmm had had something that it w- didn't seem like whatever it was was intentionally moving in that way yeah it wasn't mirage yeah i, I that's i agree with you i agree with you that's crazy i didn't know that ever ha- I, I, I didn't know anything about this it's, it's i've never pre- seen that it's pretty nuts and i hadn't either so wow. that's why this, this whole thing has been kind of eating away at me because i don't know what to tell people but let's let's just touch on each one of these things, right? Okay. So first, okay. aliens, right? Yeah, obviously. First off, let's just talk about the possibility of the existence of extraterrestrials, right? Okay. So to me, and maybe you see something different because you're religious in a different way. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm you know, shooting in the dark here. But um, I feel like there's no way we can be the only intelligent life forms in the universe, right? Whether... God created them or not or whatever. Like I don't. I just don't feel like the the likelihood of that is so slim. Yeah, that's that's the religious point of view. Is if if there is something else out there, then God would have had to have created that too. Sure. Yeah. So, but like I, I I don't know how I feel about it. I I don't know. I've got an aliens episode coming up. Yeah, I'm excited about that one too. Yeah. By the way, it's gonna be nuts. This alien stuff is cool because we're touching on something that we just don't usually touch on, and it's interesting to me. Yeah. But another thing that bothers me with uh, the existence of aliens, right? So you hear like these scientists all the time saying. Oh, okay, so you have a uh, uh, Neptune, or uh, let's say Pluto, or or, or Mars, right? Let's just talk about Mars. Um, they say, okay, well, because there might be water, or there might not be water on Mars. There would have been so, water, could and, have been. and if and if there is water, or if there's not water, then then obviously then it can't support life, right? Like life cannot Human exist without life, water. Probably not. Exactly. That's the thing that bothers me, right? So something somebody doesn't have oxygen and water all of a sudden there's no life well our definition of, of that maybe but yeah what if something can survive on you know dirt plutonium and and uh sulfur sulfur plutonium. is gas you know or whatever whatever and else rick might... and morty <laughs> i don't even watch that show <laughs> i've watched because like of the episodes. mining of plutonium <laughs> i liked him but i need to catch up but uh like i said like yeah just because it doesn't meet our definition of life doesn't mean it it, it, it like it can't support another you know some sort of uh being on its own definitely i mean there's I, there's, there's organisms on earth yeah that don't look, you look at the ones that dwell like at the bottom of the ocean floor that, yeah. that feed on chemicals they don't need oxygen you know right. and then it's life right it still meets our definition of life which is it means it means it moves uh it it is born it dies sentient uh it, it consumes and and i guess uh, I guess it consumes material. I'm not sure exactly what it, uh, the definition of life is for us, but uh, the definition of life is uh, conception. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> agree to disagree. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just kidding. Anyway, so the aliens thing has always gotten me. You know, it's always been this this kind of just frustrating. You, you watch these science shows, and they're just like, oh well, this this, this they can't support life. There's no water. Like, I, get I the think fuck out of here. If the universe is as vast and ever expanding as they allege that it is i think there's no way that there couldn't be something else out there like exactly how i feel the odds alone yeah like we're the only oh what makes us so special i mean even in the milky way aren't there like 
I mean, maybe not the Milky Way. In neighboring galaxies, mm. aren't there other planets that they say are Earth-like could, or whatever? Yeah. But, but again, they're saying that because they're like, okay, well, it has water. It has you know things that can can provide for our definition of life. And then there's the whole aspect of like space is fake, and yeah. the Earth is flat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you look at the moon, it flickers. <laughs> maybe it's the moon I'm seeing in in the in the Marfa fields here. Yeah. So. But that's anyway. NASA is a hoax. That's that's pretty much my touch on the aliens there for the explanation. I I that's kind of my least. Um, I'm not leaning on that too much. Okay, so so what the most popular opinion of Marfa is aliens, and that's what no, you, it's not. Okay, it's not. That's more like a Roswell thing. Um, okay, but so that's the that's the first thing. These are just the ones I I've, I've found. That's the first thing and you're I, discounting. I and I yeah, discounting. Well, I don't. I'm not sure if I can discount all these or even any of them or. The alien thing could be a possibility, like based on what I found out. Like it's not, I mean, that was wild. it's not really ruled out. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm just basically naming off these these possible explanations. But like most of our shows, we've been able to say, "Hey, it's not this. It's not this. You're stupid." Yeah. And it's definitely this, you idiots. But this one's like, dude, I don't know. So the second uh, possibility, of course, this is the more supernatural one, which is what we're about is uh, spirits, right? Yeah. Um. And uh, I mentioned the Will of the Wisp yeah. earlier, okay. which I'm familiar with because of uh, Oblivion, because <laughs> yeah. it's in Oblivion. It's uh, you know, just a creature you find uh, in the wild. Those little yellow yeah. orbs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, You so, catch them? Yeah. It's an ingredient in the potion? Well, yeah, for one of the quests. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love how we talk about Oblivion so much oh in Skyrim. God, it's it's awesome. two episodes in a row. I love it. I love it. Uh, so in, fol- <sighs> in folklore, it's the best. a Will of the Wisp or Ignis Fatus which is Latin for giddy flame, is an atmospheric <laughs> ghost light seen by travelers at night, especially over bogs, swamps, or marshes. The phenomenon is known in English folk belief, English folklore, and much of European folklore by a variety of names including jack-o'-lantern, I'm sure you're familiar with that, uh-huh. uh, Friar's Lantern, Hinky Punk, uh, shout out to Harry Potter, and uh, Hobby Lantern, and is said to mislead travelers by resembling a flickering lamp or lantern. In literature, Will of the Wisp metaphorically refers to a hope or goal that leads one on, but is impossible to reach or something one finds sinister and confounding. So basically, in the more paranormal, supernatural aspect of it, if it's spirits, they can be, I guess they can be, uh, in other explanations, benevolent, but mostly they're trying to trick you and screw you over by leading you to... They're fucking with you. Yeah, to bad shit. So, um, okay. No, you got a question? Nope. No. Oh, okay. So uh, it appears in folk tales and traditional legends of numerous countries and cultures. Uh, notable Will of the Wisp includes Saint Louis Light in Saskatchewan, or Saint Louis Light in Saskatchewan. Uh, the Spook Light Is that in Canada. Yeah, Canada. Uh, the Spook Light in southwestern Missouri. The Naga Fireballs on the Mekong in Thailand. The Paulding Light in Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and the Hestelin Light in Norway. So are these these lights as we're seeing them now appearing worldwide? So according to this, yeah. So there okay. there have been numerous. So this accounts. Marfa one isn't the only. It's not unique. It's not unique. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's just a more pop one of the more popular ones. And I don't I don't know much about these other ones. If these other ones have been explained through other means, um, that that that, that backs up the, the aliens thing, with being the same story worldwide. It could be. Yeah, it could you know? be. Oh, of course, also there's natural phenomenon and biological phenomenon and chemical stuff that happens occurring in different too. environment, different climate, but there different. Could, but there could be similarities in these particular areas. I I didn't I didn't really do too much research on these other okay. areas. Okay. To be honest, but 
Um, the point is, is this is not exclusive. It's not exclusive, yeah. So this is a, a worldwide folklore legend. Um, I, I personally would like to believe that this is true because I like to, uh, you know, I want to believe in this. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what our whole show is about. I, but also I, we're about debunking shit and getting to the root of everything. Let's just find out what really happened. Sure, sure. Or what's really going on. Uh, another possibility is uh, chemiluminescence or bioluminescence, right? The chemiluminescence is kind of hard to say. Um, but uh, while the urban legends, the folklore, and superstitions typically attribute will-o'-the-wisps to ghosts, fairies, or spirits, modern science explains them as natural phenomena. Uh, such as, you know, like I said, bioluminescence or chemiluminescence. And it's caused by the oxidation of phosphine, diphosphane, and methane produced by organic decay, um, which can cause photon emissions, light, you know, huh. little, little light like particles. Like that? That's uh, what Traveling? they say. Traveling? That's what they say. Uh, I'm not sure what would give it that, you know, sudden, you Moving know, Moving in movement. a pattern? It could be the wind. But if it's, you know, if it's a gas, if it's an oxi- if it's, if it's organic, organic decay of a gas, then... Sure, it can move quickly with a gust of wind, but yeah, uh, we'll talk about more of that like in a, a fart second. In the wind, yeah, we're gonna talk more about that in a second. Farts, <laughs> but also, like I said before, um, the idea of the of the will of the wisp uh, being caused by natural uh, gases, you know, having an actual explanation for it. <clears throat> uh, like literature on this has been as early as fifteen ninety six. So they've this been phenomenon they've, in general. Yes, they've been explaining. They've been explaining will of the wisps being caused by natural phenomena since 1600, pretty much. Jeez. Um, and it's mentioned in the book. And this is a long title here, so bear with me. Of ghosts and spirits walking by night, and of strange noises, cracks, and sundry forewarnings, which commonly happen before the death of men, great slaughters, and alterations of kingdoms. That's the title of a book. That is by Ludwig Lavater. 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 Not <clears throat> sure. Uh, but it's in the chapter titled "That Many Natural Things Are Taken to Be Ghosts," and just so you know, everything is like misspelled here. It's uh, not misspelled, but the way the old spelling. So, like ghosts, it's like G H O A S T S, possibly. <clears throat> but uh, the excerpt in the chapter uh, reads as follows: Many times, candles and small fires appear in the night and seem to run up and down. Sometimes these fires go alone in the night season and put such as see them as they travel by night in great fear. But these things, and many such like, have their natural causes. Natural philosophers write that thick exhalations arise out of the earth and are kindled. Mines full of sulfur and brimstone, if the air unto it, as it lieth in the holes and veins of the earth, will kindle on fire and strive to get out. This was in 1600, right? So Uh they've been explaining this away for a long time. Yeah. These will-o'-the-wisps. So I find that very interesting. Wow. Uh, Again... We'll talk about why this is still, even the scientific explanation still might not work for this scenario. Um, another interesting side piece is that a minister in 1994 named Alton Sutter uh, said that one of these orbs actually landed near him on the ground uh, when he huh. was out looking at the Marfa lights. And uh, so he picked up, went over to find where it was, he picked it up and it went out. But it was a minister? Yeah, it was a minister. I don't know why that was... Uh, uh, was it the same people that like play with the snakes? And, it could be. I'm not sure what you know, type of minister. They didn't say it was a was it ba- was it Southern Baptist or they do the, the, the West Texas. Yeah, it could so, be, man. It could be, and maybe it was next to that Prada store. I'm not <laughs> sure. Uh, maybe they did it in the Prada store. Maybe, maybe. they went to broke into the Prada store. I don't know. But uh, anyway, he said it, he picked That'd it up cool. and it went out. Which 
Uh, it could kind of be explained by chemiluminescence and the balls of these gases. Any other details? Like it was hot, it was cold, it, I it had no... He, he didn't say anything about that. He said just, he picked I it picked up. I picked up balls and I put them down. Just one ball and it disappeared. Okay. Like I guess in his hands, I'm not sure how. Um, but uh, the problem with this, and and you know, I, I said it could be explained with chemiluminescence and, and, the, and, and the gases. Um, the problem is, according to a Fox News Dallas uh, segment from 2002, which I found on YouTube... There are no phosphor deposits in the area, which rules oh. out which rules out the phosphorescent mineral decay, which creates the photons of light. Uh-huh. There's no methane in the area either, and I can attest to this because I didn't, you know, of course there's no naturally occurring methane, but also I didn't see any livestock out there, like you know, yeah. massively producing methane, and no swamp gas. So, um, and this new th- actually this news story had a lot of other interesting things like on it. I watched this whole whole little video on YouTube, but um, apparently well, basically it, was, it explained away the whole it science explained away thing. The, well that. That science explanation. There's multiple okay. science explanations, okay. but explain uh, the gases, right? I know okay. this is kind of exhausting. No, no, no. But I'm bear just with stupid. Me. So uh, See, other things they mentioned in this. That science. No, not that science. This science. <laughs> as long as that, as that ain't math. There's more than one science. <laughs> as long as that ain't math. Uh, but in the news story, also there's some other really cool things. Uh, not really cool, but weird, I guess. Um, there was one old man on the on the on news story that said that there had been accounts of the lights following people, and then actual visitors, aliens, emerging Ooh. from the lights. Again, really could be easily explained away. Well, by drugs, right? New drugs, yeah, or be crazy, and yeah. that's what you see. I mean, they see lots of shit. But that video you showed me, the 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 most distinctive light had had like there was a top, like a head. It extended out like I, arms, yeah, and there I was two at that. the bottom, like and the legs. Movement, movements were kind of erratic, and like it was something running around out there. Really, yeah. we'll have to post like a, a link or something to that video yeah, so people can. Our listeners of just can watch saying it. Apple and Spotify in the, in the posts. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, throw I, that video. You should up throw too. that in there just because so they can see what we're talking about. It it, it put a lot of you know shed a lot of uh, that, that <laughs> lights <laughs> on the situation. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my boy go. I'm stupid. But, sorry. <laughs> I, I've never seen. I've never seen that. I, I didn't either. Till long, not long ago. Wow. I'm like, this is pretty crazy. So, again, it explains away the gas and okay. the phosphor and the methane, right? Okay. Um, another uh, person that was on this uh, same video interview from uh, Fox News Dallas, Dallas Fort Worth, was uh, the former mayor of uh, Marfa. Uh, his name was Fritz Kahl. Um, apparently, he was actually stationed at the airbase in 1943. Oh wow! So he okay. was there. He was there, and he saw uh, the lights while he was uh, in his plane doing some some test flights, I guess. So he he chased them. He chased uh, the lights trying trying to catch them because I guess he had seen them growing up. Um, but he nearly crashed into the ground. But he was told by his crew member that he was flying too low. So yeah, he obviously pulled back. Didn't want to die. I mean, those videos alone looked like they were a few feet off the ground. Uh, yeah. So so, but it leads you to believe, like, why would he want to? Chase this light to the. I mean, you kind of think like, was it luring him to the ground? Was it kind of calling to him? He's was a he, World War II fighter pilot, and he had balls. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. He said, "Fuck You're this." Right. You're right. That is just probably a Nazi. You're right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get it. I'm fuck gonna go get um. it. Um, but so those are the explanations for the chemical stuff. But speaking of the bioluminescence, also, which is you know, uh, organically produced, not chemically produced light. Okay. Uh, I guess it could also be fireflies. 
very, very unlikely. You saw the video. It's a big ass firefly. You saw the video, not fireflies. If that's but a I firefly, just, I'm out. Yeah. No thanks. Killer I'm not trapping fireflies. that in a jar. Yeah. No. Trapping it in like a trailer. No, you're right. So I mean, you saw the video. There's no way, right? But I just had to throw it in there as a possibility. I don't know of any other bioluminescent animals out there you know most of them are, are, are sea creatures and stuff yeah but i was gonna say there's others but they're not yeah they're something not. you'd see in the middle of nowhere sure west sure. texas exactly yeah and, and it was uh it, the, that video looked very zoomed in it was but even still it was it wasn't zoomed in big enough to be a tiny little bug no there's it, no way it was the color of fire it was orange it red. didn't look like a bug it was just it just wasn't it just wasn't oh, and i get what you the fuck was it? that's what they got that's why we got to link the video so they can was watch it, fart it but. gases <laughs> Well, the methane was ruled out, so uh, oh, apparently sorry, not. By Fox DFW. <laughs> <laughs> so the next explanation might possibly be uh, electrical discharge, right? Okay. Um, there so, were some power lines there. So there are, but not in the spot not we're in looking. Sixteen hundreds. No, well, we're not going that far back. But that was that was the uh, yeah. 18, 1880s, yeah. Okay. So uh, we're going to talk about St. Elmo's Fire for a second, which I didn't know anything about St. Elmo's Fire. I know I'd heard about it, and I think it's the name of a movie or a plant or something. But uh, St. Elmo's Fire is defined as a weather phenomenon in which luminous plasma is created by a corona discharge from a rod-like object, such as a mast, spire, chimney, or animal horn, horn in an atmospheric electrical field. The intensity of the effect, a blue or violet glow around the object, often accompanied by a hissing or buzzing sound, is proportional to the strength of the electric field and therefore noticeable primarily during thunderstorms or volcanic eruptions. Uh, and apparently this can warn of an Im- imminent lightning strike. So basically they're saying that it could be cattle out there with their horns sticking up with electricity going in between the horns and creating light. Or rods sticking out. Basically, you know that staticky feeling you're apparently yeah. supposed to feel before you get struck by lightning? Yeah. Apparently it can show visible light too i'm not convinced of this i mean saint animals saint animals elmo's fires i i think my dad said that he's seen it flying a plane sure it's, yeah it's i don't want to say it's common I would, but, it, I would but it's also not was... that rare at at that high up during those conditions yeah to, to it, it appears as like these blue uh flowing thing yeah, over like, the windshield like static electricity when you turn the lights off you touch them you know is that you see a little blue like a little shock yeah you know? but it's i i'd say more like flowing like like as if there was like bright blue water almost. Sure. Like it kind of appears over the the front of the plane. I would also assume that I've, it's. I've heard a ton of. I've heard it a lot. Sure. Okay. I would also assume that it's not like consistent, like the video we saw, like not just a consistent ball. No, of that's light. not what that was. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you're no. right. Um. So it's the I. The guy I, with the torch. Yeah. So going further into detail about the Saint Elmo's fire, um, more I read <laughs> about it. It's a form of plasma. And uh, the electric field around the object in question causes ionization of the air molecules, producing a faint glow easily visible in low light conditions. Like and condi- Exactly. Or dusk. Conditions that can generate cinnamon's fire are present during thunderstorms when high voltage differentials are present between clouds and the ground underneath. Uh, sharp points lower the necessary voltage because electric fields are more concentrated in areas of high curvature. So discharges preferentially occur and are more intense at the ends of pointed objects, hence lightning rods. And a plane. And like a plane, yeah, and other things. But again, uh, I don't feel like this is that because it was just, it's a consistent light, a glow. And this is more of like a shock or yeah. moving shocks back and forth. Um, so and I will say this, when I went out there, there was some lightning that I, I caught on film too. 
in the distance, but it was totally separated from what we were seeing. You know, and I, I didn't see much, like I said, but it wasn't it wasn't even close to being at ground level. This Nothing is not like cattle warning of lightning coming. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Absolutely not. Yeah, I I agree with you. I agree with you. But I I like I said, I had to had to mention it. Yeah. Um. And uh, it's crazy that no, that's even that's even an option. I, 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 know, I know. I know. Like, really? Um, but we're going through everything. We want to make sure we cover well, all the bases. Sure. Uh, the nitrogen and oxygen in the Earth's atmosphere cause St. Elmo's fire to fluoresce with blue or violet light. This is similar to the mechanism that causes neon lights to glow, albeit at a different color due to the different gases involved. And in 1751, Ben Franklin hypothesized that a pointed iron rod would light up at the tip during a lightning storm, similar in appearance to St. Elmo's fire. So I guess it's separate, but also similar. Um, another thing uh, I'm going to talk about as far as electrical discharge is uh, the theory of piezoelectricity, which is uh, uh, electromagnetic charges in certain materials due to applied mechanical stress. Um, earthquakes or other seismic, significant seismic activity can cause this in certain materials like crystal in the ground, uh, and it creates visible plasma protons. Sorry, not protons, photons. Um and one of the guys in that, uh, uh, that uh, it's a documentary I saw on YouTube about this also. It wasn't the, the Dallas Fort Worth News or, or the other articles I read, but um, in a documentary about the Marfa Lights, uh, this guy named James Beno, uh, apparently he's a retired aerospace engineer. Uh, he lives in Marfa and has written four books about the Marfa Lights. Wow. And has been studying them for 10 years. There's not much to say. I mean, there is. I mean, look at wow. me right now. It's been over. I mean, I, I'm not even halfway done. I don't think, and it's uh, it's been almost an hour. It's been 56 minutes. Badass. Um, but uh, he's been studying studying these lights for 10 years, and his conclusion is that it's piezoelectricity, right? Which is, like I said, pretty much tectonic plates moving, creating almost like static electricity and discharging, um, through uh crystals and 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 creating the plasma photons, which are visible light. Does that explain the erratic motion of it? It doesn't disprove it. Okay. Um, I don't think it, it's contradictory, but okay. there have not been any, been any earthquakes or significant seismic activity uh, measured there since 1995 from a different source that I read. I believe that was a Texas Monthly article I read by a different author, which I'll talk about him in a second. And was this seismic activity consistent? Was it? I, I don't know. Is there historical, like, this happens here a lot and no, this hasn't it's, happened it's, since? It's not a very common thing as far as I'm concerned because, like I said, there's been no significant seismic activity since 95. So it's much less common than the lights. Yes. And okay. to me, to, to be that consistent and to show up 30 nights a year or more consistently, to me, we'd I, have I, more tectonic seismic Yeah, we'd have a lot more earthquakes here in San yeah. Antonio, too. Um, so that's kind of, you know, it's been contradiction after contradiction. Just lots of things going on. Jeez, uh, another—it's like, like you find something that makes sense, and then and then they just shit all over it. Yeah, and I'm actually shitting all over it right now because I'm doing research. Dude, you're crushing this. <laughs> uh, another possibility is a uh, temperature fluctuation, and this might actually be the most uh, convincing one, in my opinion. Um, even though I don't particularly like this guy, so his name is uh, this guy named Brian Dunning, right? Okay. He's uh, the host of uh, a podcast actually called Skeptoid. Which okay. sounds a lot like it might be something that we would be hosting. No, uh, that guy's stupid. <laughs> he is, actually. You'll see. Um, but he said that the most plausible explanation is that the lights are an unusual phenomenon similar to a mirage. Which is uh, caused, in this case, it's caused by a an atmospheric condition produced by the interaction of cold and warm layers of air that bend light. So that it's, it's seen from a distance, but not up close. So, like I said But that one guy picked one up. He did, which is... 
again, could be drugs. <laughs> could, <laughs> could be, be being crazy. Could be made up. Uh, yeah, he was a pastor or a minister, so... Uh, you know, that's what, that's what they do. I'm kidding. Me too. Um, so, to kind of back up this theory, uh, Marfa is at an elevation of uh, 4,688 feet okay. above sea level. Okay. And uh, the temper- temperature differentials um, of 40 to 50 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, obviously, because we're in America, um, uh-huh. between the high and low temperatures... Uh, in a, when one day are kind of common, right? In that at that elevation in that part of the country, forty to fifty degree difference. Yes, in between the lows. between the day and the night. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah, Texas. Um, but then again, who knows that this guy Brian Dunning is reliable? He was a uh, <laughs> apparently in prison for fifteen months for uh, wire fraud against eBay. Nice. And his uh, his company apparently uh, defrauded eBay out of like two hundred thousand dollars or something like that. So he's a documented convicted liar. Yeah, so uh, awesome. fuck this guy. It's like so. the guy that uh the guy that the Bigfoot guy. Oh yeah, with the tape. Yeah, the the what's it called? The something film, the Gable Grable? Gable film? Uh it's Gable. That's Gable no, film. No. Yes it is. It's not Gable. Uh <sighs> Grendel? Gundel? Something film. Please tell us, uh, listeners. I don't remember what but is it is. the G. The guy that uh the guy that filmed it yeah. went to jail for a bad check. That he used to pay for the camera that he filmed Bigfoot with. Oh wow! I mean, that yeah. was if you're gonna write a bad check, you know, it should be written for that. It, that was at least it was it went down like, the oh, history. Okay, so clearly everything about you is just bullshit. You know what sucks though is that this might be like actually a like kind of a plausible explanation, maybe, okay. but because this guy's so uh, unreliable and untrustworthy. Well, this, is just a, this is just a podcast guy. You know, we know about that. Yeah, but I mean, it makes sense though. There's nothing that like okay, and everything else I've talked about. It kind of there's like a. At least a couple points I can make that can so disprove it. So where is he it. getting this from? Because this, I, I don't think he's a scientist. Is uh, he? he, I don't know much about him, but he he did have some some uh, credentials. Okay. Uh, I have to look him up again, but he does have some credentials. Um, I can't remember if it was you know some sort of peace prize for something. He won some sort of prize, uh, for science, but I, I can't remember. His, Brian again, Ponzi, what? Brian Dunning. 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 Okay. Um. Anyway. So that's the temperature fluctuation theory. We're going to go into the car headlights theory. So this gets Cold kind of interesting. Cold air and hot air bending. Bending, creating causing. basically an optical, I mean, a mirage, which is an optical illusion, a bending light. Okay. I don't know if that explains the erratic movements. It doesn't really. Uh, so into the car headlights. So in May 2004, a group from the Society of Physics Students at the University of Texas at Dallas, they spent four days investigating and recording lights observed southwest of the view park, which is where I was at, using traffic volume monitoring equipment, video cameras, binoculars, and chase cars. And uh, their report made the following conclusions. Uh, Highway 67 is visible from the Marfa Lights view and location, which I told you already was. Uh, Like I said, it was about 20 miles away. Um, the frequency of lights southwest of the view park correlates with the frequency of vehicle traffic on US 67. 20 okay. miles, though, you have to have certain conditions to, for that to be Ex- viewable. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what they were saying. But, okay. Um, and, and, and I'm not discounting that, that you can see the lights from there on good nights, right? Yeah. Like, like, like the, the headlights. That's not what we saw in the video, and that's not what people were talking about. Okay. Because I saw those, and I was like, okay, I'm not convinced, but I'm convinced by this other shit. So. Uh, the motion of these observed lights, this is also what they saw, uh, was in a straight line, which was corresponding to the Highway 67. Again, uh, another point they found was when the group parked a vehicle on US 67 and flashed its headlights, this was visible at the view park and appeared to be a Marfa light. Again, oh. not fucking convinced because I did see lights over there, but that's not what was in the video and that's not 
Right. I've seen multiple videos, and it's not the same thing. So um, we're basing a lot of our um, what we're saying on isn't, the video. isn't based on YouTube videos. I, but also, you went there. Yes, but there's there's a level of um, being able to fudge a video. Yeah. And and people's reactions and testimony that is bullshit. Definitely. But there's Usually a level that I'm like, hey, tell. like this is this is posted ten years ago. And yeah. oh yeah. You know, and there's news stories from two thousand two with video footage too. Okay. So there's just something about this that's not I'm not convinced that this is what they're seeing because that's not what I saw. The video they showed was not what I saw that night. I'm convinced I just saw the traffic lights, if anything, and that's not what was on these videos. So um another thing they found um was that uh a car passing the parked vehicle uh, on 67 appeared as one of Marfa uh, as one appeared as one Marfa light passing another at the view park. So, I guess on on the highway, you know, you have cars passing each other because they're going too slow, yeah. and then at the viewpoint, they saw you know a light going past another one, you know, going back and forth and back and forth. That but would then, make sense but, if the cars were traveling straight towards you. Yeah, but also this. and keep in a, keep in mind all this. Yeah, we say the video is is convincing, and and this other stuff isn't these reports came from 18 the 1880s too you can't that's not the same thing no um no anyway so this society of physics students in in at ut dallas came to the conclusion that the lights were observed um that, that the lights observed over a four-night period um southwest of the view park could be reliably attributed to automobile headlights traveling along 67 right highway 67 i don't disagree with that that's what that's what they saw i don't at all but to me it's 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 more than that and if you've seen it 30 times a year, chances are in yeah. four nights, you're not going to fucking see it. Right. Okay? Uh, and natural phenomena aren't always super consistent. Uh, another study in 2008, uh, apparently scientists from Texas State University <clears throat> for 20 nights used spec- spectroscopy equipment to observe the lights uh, from the Marfa Lights viewing station, again, where I was at. They recorded a number of lights that could have been mistaken for lights of unknown origin, but in each case, the movements of the lights and the data from their equipment could be easily explained as automobile headlights or small fires. Again, I'm going to say it again. Fuck it, for the 10th time, it does not explain the sightings in the 1880s at right. all. Right. It doesn't explain... You the, have to account for that. It doesn't explain the reports of the strange movement. Yeah, you can follow a line. Yeah, I can see, okay, what it looks like a car. I've seen lights in the fucking distance at night. I mean, I, my parents be, live in fucking West Texas. 200 of them in one yeah, night and they going go, the and they exact go in the same, same direction. But the strange movement, what I saw, it's not the same shit. Um, and again, some people said that it looked like they were a couple hundred yards away. And from what I saw from the video, it looks like a couple hundred yards. Yeah. This fucking... It, it, the highway was 20 yards away, the viewing area. Like, from where you could see the highway from, they were 20 miles away. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. No. Um, Not at all. Yeah. So, hmm. um, we're going to talk about a, a Texas Monthly article written by Michael Hall. Okay. And uh, he, he described in this article his experience, right? So, this is this is a really great article. I, I recommend it to anyone uh, listening. Go to Texas Monthly. Look up Marfa Lights. It's really, really cool. A really insightful article. Is Michael Hall a wrestler? I didn't watch wrestling. Uh, Scott Hall. I don't know. Sorry. You're you're good. You're yeah. good. Um Just so fucked up the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh so Michael Hall had a wedding party, I guess in Marfa for whatever reason, all of his family up there, her family up there, whatever, but um they decided to go and party at the uh the viewing area and, and he saw them. And again, you have to read this article to understand what I'm talking about, but this guy was fucking convinced and he knows Again, you have to be a fucking idiot to go out there and be like, 
oh, those those cars, those lights, are those, that's that's the Marfa lights. Like, no, it's not, okay? I can tell the difference if I see what these people saw versus that. I can yeah. tell. I'm not, a, I'm not an idiot. So this guy's convinced about that. Um, he so spoke, the Texas Monthly guy is convinced that it was cars. Yeah, and again, it's a great article. Check it out. Um, okay. But he also, in the article, he spoke, uh, he wrote about his uh, conversation with the former gubernatorial candidate, Clayton Williams, uh, and talked about his grandfather, O.W. Williams who was a former lawyer who would become a sur- surveyor in the Terlingua area in the 1880s, which is further south of all this, you know. But yeah. anyway, uh, apparently his grandfather, O.W. Williams, had a Mexican guy named Juan Cano, who uh, back then donated 10 acres of uh, land for the viewing center. But he told uh, this this uh, a Mexican guide told O.W. Williams uh, stories by the campfire that the Indians had told the Mexicans, and one, including one about the Marfa Lights. This is back in the 1880s, so the story's being told, but before the 1880s, right? Part of the verbal tradition you're talking exactly, about. Exactly, which is a huge part of our history. We can't discount that. Um, and, and the Indians apparently called them Alsate's ghost, and they named them uh, the lights after the Apache chief who had been killed by the Mexicans, um, which is just pretty interesting. Like I said, you got to read the article. Totally recommend it. Uh, Hall um, also speaks of a real versus phony light, so he knows what I saw. He, he, he understands that people mostly see what I saw. You know, I was out there for one evening. Chances are I'm not going to see anything. And I didn't. Right. I wasn't expecting it. And again, what, why it's probably not worth an 11-hour drive for it. Um, again, I don't think I saw the real ones, but I'm I'm pretty convinced that there's something else going on there. I'm not sure exactly what. But anyway, that was a very long explanation of a lot of things. And I'm sorry, um, but it's very interesting to me. I think it's super cool. And like I said, this is one of the things that I'm just not... I'm not sold on. I do. I feel way. smarter now. Don't, because you're not. <laughs> Damn, dude. I'm sorry. I'm not either. Shit. But Ow. to lighten things up a little bit, we Yo. got some. We got some Urban Dictionary definitions for you, sir. You ready for these? All right, more my level Audience? stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so the first definition we're going to talk about desert, which we've mentioned that this takes place in the Chihuahua Desert. So desert is a synonym for the Grundle, and I didn't know this, right? So it's a synonym for the grundle. I'm not sure if you're familiar with what that is, but the grundle is a space between a man's balls and anus, also yeah. known as the gooch. Uh, I think taint? Taint. Taint's uh-huh. another one. And here's how he uses it in a sentence. That girl I went home with was a nasty freak. Mm. She went down and wet my desert. Hell yeah. Mm, delicious. Yeah. Dude, you went from such like science talk to that. I know. That's what I'm about. God, no. I love you, dude. <laughs> I feel second, smarter again. Second definition. <laughs> headlights. 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 Yeah. So the first definition, uh, apparently this means oversized diamond earrings. Okay. okay. Second definition is you might have predicted. Oversized female breasts. Uh, see hooters. So this is used in two sentences to describe each definition. Okay. Uh, number one, I got my wife new headlights for her birthday. Referring to the earrings. Uh, number two, I got my wife new headlights for her birthday. <laughs> Depends on which birthday it is. Describing the press. <laughs> We're talking 35 oh, or 23. So <laughs> Third definition is mirage. It's a noun. Uh, first <clears throat> definition is an illusory, hormone-induced state of matrimony between two people caused by the bending or distortion of neural activity within the brain. Number two definition, an effect that is sometimes seen on water in the desert or over a hot hood of a car where objects viewed often become inverted. Repeat that first one again. First one, an illusory, hormone-induced state of matrimony between two people caused by the bending or distortion of neural activity within the brain. 
Okay. We're going to get more into that. And the third definition, ultimately a whimsical short-lived flight of fancy that vanishes into thin air, leaving nothing but a lo- lasting memory and monthly court-ordered support. Uh-huh. So this yeah. is their, their use of uh, mirage in a sense. Bob, this is what Bob says. I thought you weren't big on marriage. Ethan says, mirage. Bob, what? Ethan, not marriage, mirage. It's a state of mind. Sort of makes it almost tolerable. Bob, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm sick of your shit, Ethan. Fuck out of here. You're married. Get over You're it. You're married. Yeah. It's, it's, it's no longer a mirage. It's a reality, my friend. Right. So there are some reviews of this place. Okay. Um, I got them all from Google, which I just like to stick to one thing. I'm not going to go fucking crazy. I don't have that kind of energy. Okay. <laughs> but, That's great. <laughs> first review is by a man named E.K. Like That's the letter, name. The letters E.K. Yeah. Okay. It's probably like... It's like E-E-K-A-Y. Edgar, Edgar King. Edgar Kerr. I don't know. It was written four months ago. He gave it a one-star review. Ignacio. Ignacio. Ooh, interesting. Encarnacio. He gave it a one-star review. Horrible and terrifying public bathrooms. Man, fuck you. Designed to scare you so you do not use them. And the whole review is just fucking pictures of toilets. It has nothing to do uh-uh. with the movie center. <laughs> it's just toilets. And I, I, I you know, I, I can feel for this guy, but come on, man. I mean, were is they it, that bad? I didn't use you them. You said you didn't use them, but you said there was pictures. The pictures were bad. Yeah. Yeah. But so I, think, like I, I think what he did was he, he shit all over everything and then took pictures. Like, hey, I'm going to put a review and just. He's one of those guys. you would do. He's one of the, you know, let's not talk about that. Something you've done. <laughs> he's kidding. No, he's not. Uh, next review is by a person named Morgan. Morgan. Uh-huh. He's got two first names instead of like share. Like, you know. That's two first and last names together as Ooh, one person. Right. That's awesome. That's a first yeah. and last name. Uh, gave it two stars. This is nine months ago. I would like to save people a trip to Marfa. It is a bit unsafe to be out there at night, and Border Patrol will creep up on you out of nowhere. Uh-oh. The market between Fort Davis and Marfa has a way better viewing spot to look at the skies with no light pollution. We did catch a field light. First off, why are you worried about the Border Patrol Yeah, why if is you're that not an illegal me immigrant. being and looking like me, I've never been like, oh no, there's border patrol. <laughs> oh no, ice. Like I've never had that problem. Yeah, in my life. And two, if you're worried about that, then you, you shouldn't be out. <laughs> you're sorry, in the, you're in the wrong part of I'm Texas. I'm sorry. Yeah, just border patrol are there to help us. Sorry, that's what they do. Uh huh. Um, also, um, they say that it's a be- better viewing spot to look at the skies. Uh, they're missing the point. It's not to look at the skies. No, this is on the lights, man. This is not the skies. <laughs> right. So, anyway, third review. Just full 360 dumbass. Yeah, just all. Uh, yeah, we don't want okay. you. <laughs> Damn. Uh, third review. Uh, Corey Couch. This is five months ago. Give it one stars Corey again. Couch. Corey Couch. What a porn star name. Ooh yeah. Yeah. Or a radio DJ. Corey. Uh, casting couch. <laughs> 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 I don't know what that is. I don't know. I'm not familiar. Uh, <clears throat> Never heard of it. I've seen it in the memes. Um. His review goes as follows. The restrooms are terrible and the lights didn't get plugged in. So, again, another restrooms thing. And does he think the Marfa lights have to get plug- plugged in? Or, like, he's talking about the other lights? Because you want darkness to see the Marfa lights. What the fuck, man? It seems like a lot of people go out there in search of high-quality bathrooms. And Dude, are yeah. sorely disappointed. Yeah. Have you been to a, a truck stop? It's Just just take a shit, man. Are you, you going to make it cleaner? Are you going to leave a clean a clean fucking bathroom? No, you're not. You're shitting in it. Or right. you're pissing so, all over everything. like... That's where you do one of the nastiest things you do. Yeah. Get over it. Exactly. Fuck yeah. Um, 
The next uh, review is a, a guy named Cancelled, but it's written all weird and like Japanese characters. Um, his He gave it one star. He said, those lights were too scary for me, man. I was horrified. Legit. Maybe he saw Legit. something. Maybe he saw yeah. something. Very simple guy. Yeah. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. Other guy is uh, named Wookie, but with two Qs instead of O. So it's like, Wookie. I give it five stars. He said, this place is top notch. Plenty of parking. However, the lights... They're headlights from traffic on Highway 67 headed northbound towards Marfa. I brought my high-powered binoculars, and I could even see the taillights from traffic headed southbound that you obviously couldn't see with the naked eye. The lights always appear and stay the same general direction, first appearing in the upper left of the blinking red light and eventually moving towards the right, appearing and disappearing, but always in the same spot as they keep on moving to the lower right of the blinking tower light. Very disappointing. So, again, I don't discount what he saw. I'm sure I saw the same thing, but that's not... That's not what we saw in these other videos, man. That's, that's, no. not, that's not it. And I don't think it's what they're talking about. Yeah, clearly you can point binoculars at a highway and see yes, headlights. Yes, I'm not discounting that. That's, sure. That, I, I that's saw not them the Marvel that night lights. Too, but it's not. The Marvel lights are what they are because they are. It's, it's, it's specific and special in the fact that it's nowhere near anything like that. 20 it, miles away. Yeah. Middle of nowhere. Nothing about it sounds anything like headlights. Yeah. At all. And, and, and I'm a skeptic too, but I think. Some people take it too far. Like, we're like, oh, I'm just not going to even give it a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to give it a chance. Um, I do have one little sec- one little section from, uh, one little question, I guess, from the Google question and answer section okay. from Google, which is funny. Yeah. I had to put it, just one. Yeah. Um, but the question goes, are the lights a chupacabra with a headlamp? Maybe. And a guy named Thomas LeRoy said, yes, ma'am. But please remove the comment as they don't like people to know. Oh, so, so there's a conspiracy. So we're going to have to do an episode on Chupacabra. Shit, yeah. I was actually planning on that anyway, but... Uh, Let's do it next. Hell yeah. So without further ado, now mm-hmm. that uh, we've gone through a lot of information, and I'm sorry it's been over an hour and 15 minutes so far. Dude, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You look like you're full of sleep. <laughs> no. Because I'm about to. I'm drunk. But uh, so we're going to move on to the scary story of the day. Okay. Um, it's time for our super scary, thrilling, terrifying, Uh-oh. yet unrelated scary story of the day. Okay. Jody? Yeah. Take it away, my friend. Will do. It's all in the black. <clears throat> Just don't unplug this guy. Okay. Very important. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The vacation. A few years ago, a group of college kinds were getting ready for spring break. One informed the rest that his uncle, who owns a cabin in the woods, would be gone for the weekend and gave them permission to use it as they wish. Though one or two weren't interested to stay in a run-down old cabin for a weekend, they reluctantly agreed and took the trip. They enjoyed their weekend and returned safely. <laughs> Boom. Dun, dun, dun. Dude! <laughs> I was so scared! <laughs> well, they returned safely, so no worries, my friend. Did the college kinds? Uh, I guess that's and I I copy and pasted it so it's well, yeah. not anything that I would have you know me I'm a pretty good proofreader we're not gonna plagiarize yeah no not at all especially from a reputable site like creepypasta yeah so in conclusion, in conclusion. with all this uh-huh. I don't know yeah right I don't know I mean you could say it was bioluminescence no chemical luminescence the gases it doesn't make sense because no methane gas there's no right, phosphorus right. you know all that kind of stuff no source for that stuff there's not aliens yeah shit i mean it could be but i mean uh no other nothing else to back it up there's nothing disproving it yeah uh traffic lights disproved 1880s there was nothing back then the right reports were back then right um the erratic movement doesn't support that so i mean 
you're looking at a bunch of different things that just I don't know. And this is that's this is what's getting me about this because I don't know. Um, I mean, to me, it's all really all those things you just listed are narrowing it down to it being the chupacabra with a headlight. <laughs> you might have a point there, sir. You might have a point. I don't know. But my, my thing most of all is I think that that most people that live here, you know, in Marfa or or have seen them often or grew up seeing the lights, they I think they just want it to stay a mystery. They don't. They're not really, you know, keen on figuring it out. They just I think they like yeah. how it is. And uh, honestly, right now that's that's our only option with this. Um, so if if you enjoyed this episode. Please throw five stars our way I on, this on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or yeah. wherever you listen to us. A good rating is huge. Did you not hear the amount of research my boy did here? I did a lot. Like, come on. Yeah. Five stars. <laughs> Give it up. Whew, I'm out of breath. I'm out of breath. But uh, uh, for now, uh, uh, you know, I think for the foreseeable future, we're uh, releasing episodes every other week. So yeah. keep an eye out for our next episode, which my bro, Jody uh-huh. here, will be hosting. And please Ooh. share us on social media or with anyone who you think might enjoy the show. But uh, please. Other than that, uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll catch you later. Bye. If you have any questions or comments, or if you have an idea for a future episode, contact us at supernatural.satown at gmail.com. Or keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Supernatural S.A. Town. And thanks for listening.